so this year more than ever, I've been addressing coaches that are yelling across the court, especially in the high school game. I've been pretty consistent with it, like from the beginning of the game. Where you're, I'm just not here. I'm not getting yelled at. There's no more getting yelled at in a high school game. We're going to be approachable. We're going to listen to coaches. And, of course, they're going to raise their voice and all that. But, and we're, we can't address every single time. But my overall approach is we're going to, our conversations are going to be respectful. And if they're not, then they have to be addressed. Hmm. So he's coming out the game, you know, yelling once or twice across the court. And I thought the more we let it go, the more we allow them a platform to continue to do it. And they will continue to do it. They will. If we don't dictate the terms of the dialogue, then they have nothing to go off of. They're going off what they think should be allowed and, and their communication style, whatever it is. You know, we have to let them know the proper way to do it. So I was telling you about, like, offensive opportunities. Getting yelled at from across the court is an offensive opportunity. He's not allowed to do that. If you go address it and bring him a rule-based explanation in a personable way, I think we've improved the game and improved our communication. This is all about coaches and refs being able to communicate better. And the coaches need a lot more improvement on that, obviously, right? Definitely. I think we're better communicators than them. Right. <laughs> you know? Thank God. They need a lot of help. And I just think these are the... So another offensive opportunity, we were talking about foul count. It's written in the book, you're not allowed to talk about foul count. You're insinuating that we're cheating. That's basically what you're doing in a lesser form. You're saying it's not fair. So that's an offensive opportunity. Coach, I'm aware of the time and the score remaining. We're not, that's the last time we're going to talk about the scoreboard. You have a question about a play? Or if I have to really take it a step further, Coach, question, I feel like you're questioning my integrity by, by yelling out the time and score. We're not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm all ears if you have a play. Do you want me to explain any, any plays that we've had? So you tell them that and they yell it out again. Then what do you do? Is it automatic technical foul? I can't. I don't like to make absolutes. You can't apply one situation across. 90%. Well, here's what I was telling you: is if we are firm about relaying a message to a coach, and then immediately they fire it right back to us, that means that like they're not being compliant. That's on them. We might have to. We might have to give a technical foul there. You know. So most times, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, if I come over to you and say, "Please, you know, coach, I'm here to listen. I'm all ears if you want to talk." but I can't have you yelling at me from across the court. Well, I don't know. I may, I may try to play offense one more time and bring him down. Coach, 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 coach. This is the last time I'm going to ask you. Please bring down your voice when speaking to me. Well, I then I just walk away and give a technical foul. But, you know, you can't say this is the way we should call this every single time. We don't know. There's so many factors. We don't know about volume. We don't know about how close he is. Because that means this all matters. Volume. This per, is he in my personal space? Is his arms being thrown up in the air? What's his tone like? Is his tone respectful? Like you can yell respectfully almost, right? I don't, I don't mean it, it's a respectful thing to do, but tone has a wide range. Yes. You know, if it's a disrespectful tone, it makes it a lot easier. If it's like more of a, come on, tone. Like, you see what I'm saying? The difference in, in yells, so to yes. speak. But I can relate a situation where I gave a warning to a coach, right? And then immediately he yells something back. That's a situation where we upgrade now to a technical foul. And by upgrade, I mean administer both. Mm-hmm. We gave you a warning, and then you immediately did something after that. It's always great when the partner can come then. With the technical foul. Like I go over, I warn the coach, and then as I'm walking away, he says something to me, partner comes out. 
blah. You know? Textbook. You just got a warning. That was your courtesy warning. So you don't so game. you don't get a technical file. Yes, in a high school game. You know? The, a warning is just a courtesy. Yeah. A lot of coaches are like, Ref, you never gave me a warning. Coach, a warning is just a courtesy. This didn't warrant a warning. This was a technical foul. They always wind up either apologizing or, you know, looking at the film and knowing that they were probably out of line. Definitely. But they continue to do it. Yeah. Why is that? Because we've allowed it for years, year in and year out. Like, we should pull up... I want to pull up the NFHS uh, technical foul rules and go over all the criteria that's in it. And you tell me how often we address all that criteria. Good idea. So let's pull up the NFHS 2020-21 rule book. And I'm in section 10,000 penalties, 10-5 bench technical. So they talk about the head coach is responsible for his or her, her own conduct and behavior as well as substitutes disqualified team members, and all other bench personnel. Bench personnel, including the head coach, shall not, Article 1, commit an unsporting foul. This includes but is not limited to acts or conduct such as, A, disrespectfully addressing an official. So disrespect is an obvious one, and I'm glad that that was A. But just think about that word disrespect throughout a game as you're looking at the coach processing what they're saying, what they're doing. Um, disrespectfully addressing an official. This next one is really big, and it happens basically every time they open their voice. It's B, attempting to influence an official's decision. They're emotionally invested in the game. They want to win. So any kind of information they're bringing to us, it's with the intent of helping them win. So... So a lot of times they are attempting to influence our decision. If they're just asking an honest question, then I don't view that as attempting to influence our decision. But if they're shouting out, that's a foul. How do you not call that? What are you guys doing? How can that not be a foul? Come on. All that kind of stuff. There's, there's a thousand examples. But that's all falls under Article, Article B. Attempting to influence an official's decision. So keep that in mind next time you are processing and determining if their behavior is legal or illegal. Um, another one, as I scroll down, I'm going to go to E, which is objecting to an official's decision by rising from the bench or using gestures. Now, we have to separate the difference between just standing up, because humans are allowed to do that, and then reacting immediately to like a no call or a call by jumping up. And, you know, maybe your, your arms rise up or using gestures. But we know the difference between standing up and then rising up due to not agreeing with the call. Um, so these criteria are good to keep fresh in our mind and have that at your disposal when explaining why you administered a technical foul. Let's get back to the show. You know, we're always trying to get out of technical fouls. But it's, it's in, like this is a big, big issue, right? But... It's embedded into the culture. It's embedded into the rule book, Mike. You get one technical foul before you're ejected. Yeah. So technically speaking, every single participant here can get one technical foul. That's not going to happen in any game, but you see what I'm saying? It's built in. It's just a regular rule. It's a regular rule. I don't know why. I would love to find the originators of this. I actually think it should be one tech and you're done. Wow. How do you like that? 
That would change culture, Mike. But sometimes a team uses it for strategy as well. Well, not anymore. Now you got to be, be smarter and innovate and adapt. They're going to use it as strategy at our expense? At the expense of... Well, we don't take it personally. Of course not, but if we're trying to improve sportsmanship, then that's not a way to motivate your team. If, right? In the, in the world I'm speaking about. In the world I'm speaking about, you get one technical foul, everybody now focuses on their job of playing basketball. Coaches only coach. They don't try to coach officials. They're only like adapting to the calls that we're making and making the necessary adjustments. So watch how much the game would improve. It would be crazy. I wonder why is two. I wonder if they ever had one, and then they just switched to two because they were scared. Because <laughs> they were no kicking coaching. too many people out. <laughs> and there was no more games. Yeah. They wanted the sport to survive, so they had to put that in the rule book. Listen, I talk a lot about it, Mike, but you know I love, I love this, this aspect of the game, the game management communication aspect. I just feel like I'm taking on a bigger role with Crown Refs now. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to have these conversations and, and put a little pressure on these conversations. Definitely. Everyone could call travel. This is the hard part, I feel. The yeah, I, part. I can't call travel all the time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> travel, travel. Is that your most uh, frequently missed call? Yeah, 100%. I would say so. Hey, you had a really nice hand check uh, report to the table. It was a strong hand check. You know how a hand check could be like the weakest call we have? It's yeah. like some people in the book, it's like low and it's soft. And technically speaking, it's the lightest foul, right? Yeah. It's one hand. But I like the press. You're pressing it and you're getting it like chest level. Almost like NFL. That's how I do my hand check. When I see uh, an NFL official, I don't know what, what foul it is. I don't know either. Legal use of the hands. Something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can take a step too. Basically, a hand check for me is a one-handed push. It's it, I I report my push the same way, except obviously I use the off arm to grip it. But let's see how much time we got. Here we go. Second half. Let's do it. So he called you over on that play, right? You, you had a somewhat of a little bit later of a whistle. What did he say to you? Um, he said, "Ask you a question, sure." I feel like this is the NBA. You were waiting for that ball to go in or mess to make your decision. That's the second NBA line of the day. He hit you with one already? No, but he, he was speaking to me and I had rabbit ears and I heard him. Oh, wow. So what'd you say? <clears throat> I told him no, coach. I let them play start to finish. Did you hit him with that line? <laughs> Does he know? How do you respond to that? He said, <laughs> Isn't it funny how a lot of uh, high school, well, high, a lot of high school refs hate the NBA. And then I just said... It's the older generation. They don't like the NBA. I just told them it was the right call. It was the right call. So, yeah, what I would say is, Coach, uh, you know, when he, when he questions, that's a late call. Coach, it took me an extra second. We're not on the, thank God we're not on the time limit. Sometimes it takes us an extra second to process the play and find the illegal contact. I called it when I was 100% sure. What did you see? But that's what I would yes, say. Yes, that's what you would say to the coach. And then what are they left with? Uh, walking away, telling you what they saw. Okay, they can have that. the they can have the last word. We have yeah. the last action. That's fine. You know. Um. So, so he was just you had just called a travel. Oh, I'm sorry. We we had a uh, jump ball just now. 
And the coach of red yelled, travel, travel, travel. So we wound up giving the ball to red. As I'm walking up the court, coach is talking to me. Coach in white is talking to me. And as soon as he said something, I said, coach, I'll talk to you during a dead ball. It's really hard during a live ball. And I walked up the court. Next play down. Next play down, we had a quick turnover. So he said, it's a dead ball. Or we had a foul. He said, it's a dead ball. Can I talk to you now? I said, let me report the foul first. And that's another thing. Don't talk to coaches before we've reported the foul. Because guess what? If I go talk to him, I'm going to forget who the foul is on. And he's going to throw me off. And he doesn't get to, like, cut the line of the game. Like, he's cutting the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't... we got to report the foul first. That, yeah. That's what takes precedent. Um, so then he's like... He was like, can I just ask why that wasn't a travel? And I said, coach, do you, you're asking me that you wanted me to call a travel against your team? That's what he was doing. He yeah. just wanted to say something. He, he was asking why it wasn't a travel on his kid. Definitely. But not, question, not questioning me, or asking a question, I should say. He's questioning me. Yes. There's a big difference Definitely. between asking a question and questioning something. Mm-hmm. He's just questioning me. And it's so irrelevant. There's 17 seconds left in the game. His team's losing. But I thought it was pretty funny that the conversation was based around, why didn't you call a travel on my kid? So then once we got past all that and I realized what it was, I said, Coach, um, I thought... Uh, A1 was fumbling, I didn't say A1, I thought your kid was fumbling the ball, and then Red had two hands on it, so that's why we had to jump ball. He said, okay, thanks for the explanation. I said, you're welcome. But why even talk to me there? Why not go talk to your teammates? Even go talk to your players. The whistle. It was against him, so and if you think about it, us being quote-unquote late is benefiting... Him, if he feels that we're waiting for the basket to go in, because if we get, see contact here, contact whatever in his eyes, we blow the whistle, it goes in, it's an and one. In his explanation, if we wait and wait for the ball to go in, we just play on. So that's what that's they good. don't they don't see it that way either. That's you know? a good point you're making because you're right. Your your strategy is trying to let the game go on, and in this case, it would benefit him. But he doesn't see that. He doesn't. He only sees one step. He doesn't see two steps ahead, two he moves should, ahead. He should say thank you to us every time we let the play start, develop, finish. Well, don't, as a coach, I would. Don't expect a thank you, though. No. <laughs> Thankless job. We don't do it for the thank yous. But, yeah, I mean, I think coaches should have that general term in their, in their mind, start, develop, finish. I think that would help them. I think that would allow them to see plays a little bit more intelligently. We need to do a coaches class. Maybe I should just start a Crown Refs coaches class. Wow. I will teach you the game uh, in a referee's from eyes. a referee's eyes and give you advantages and give you the communication skills you need to be able to call over a ref and communicate effectively with him you without getting a, a technical foul. That's a good, a good thing? You think you will have a good following? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> but... Uh, I mean, we talk about how, how we're going to try to impact this. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to go out and, and, and do this tomorrow, but, I mean, it's an interesting idea. It is. Like, there's, there's definitely coaches out there that, I mean, there's coaches that listen to the podcast. There's yeah. coaches that check Instagram stories and, and you know, check the newsletter. So they're, they're listening, you know? And, and I appreciate the coaches that are listening, whether it's one or seven, you know, because that shows a lot of dedication on their part that they're, you know, they could be learning about coaching right now, and in a sense, they are, you know? Because I always found it really beneficial anytime we got, like, early feedback from coaches, like, coming up, 
you know, like the first couple camps, there would be like a coach as a guest speaker at a camp, and it's like very eye-opening. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, that's what the coach is thinking. But there's never any, oh, what is the ref thinking? Yeah. Which would be beneficial. Maybe start in section one. I'm going to. I already have. I definitely already have. Started off local. <laughs> now we're here. Anything else from this game? No, it's a good game. Not bad. So I, I wound up giving the coach a warning late. Did you hear that? Yes. yes. He said, it was very soft. He said, why don't you call that? But that was after we had already spoken about yelling at across the court. And he's doing it right behind my back. In my somewhat personal space. In your primary. In my primary. Well, hopefully we, we get another one soon. I think so. You've been uh, working together lately. Yes. We've worked hundreds of games together. Oh, endless. Hundreds. Endless amounts. From everything. From JV basketball to Albanian League. Uh-huh. That's Al where you make your bread and butter in the Albanian League. The Albaniacs? Yeah. Can I say that? Uh, yeah, they're my boys. They don't mind. <laughs> call them whatever you want. When's that league coming back? We need that league back. That league was freaking beneficial getting uh, all that unsportsmanlike feedback from those gentlemen. It, it makes you, made me tougher though. I used, to, I used to go home real bent out of shape early on doing, doing those gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't used to that type of slang. Cause? Huh? Cause? <laughs> no, not, I don't mean slang. I mean uh, the way they speak is very. I mean, they could just snap out on a dime. Then they'll hug you after the game. Thanks for listening. Please go share this with a fellow official. Make sure you subscribe, and it would also mean the world to me if you left a review on Apple Podcast. Have a great day.